Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yes, guys are out today. Long with Brian No, I'm Jason Martin. Glad to be with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Be in lieu of talking more about a 211 to 186 <laughs> basketball game. Um, I actually want to go back and talk some football. Like, I was yeah. thinking about it. I, it's not that I'm not ready to turn the page. I am. I'm actually really excited about baseball season this year. My Braves, I want to see what we can do. I think the Dodgers-Braves is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. to watch in the National League. But I'm also intrigued to see who's this year's Orioles, who's this year's Diamondbacks. I don't know what it is, but something about last season really captured me, not just because my Braves were all-time great, but just I, I, the pace of play, everything that changed. I just, I'm just i more into baseball than I had been for a few years prior, and I'm really excited to see that. But And we talked about the tournament to end last hour. But look, man. I, there's I can't do a sports show without doing some football. There you go. It's just it's just not a thing. So and I did this over the weekend as well. I put together two lists, but I'm not going to give you the list because I want to get your own list. I had two two different sides of this coin. I understand we all do that things are going to change between now and you know you're going to have the draft, you're going to have free agency, you're going to have the combine, you're going to have injuries, you're going to have all these kind of movements and all of that. But today. We're a week removed now from the Super Bowl. We're already in full off-season mode, but there's really no off-season. We know that in the NFL. 
So as it stands today, five teams that you're interested in, knowing and understanding that things can change, and then five teams that hit an expiration date for you Mm. last year. Teams where it's just like, you know what, I kind of think I know what that is, and I'm not going to buy into it again. Like, there's something wrong with it somewhere that's functionally flawed to where I just can't buy into it going forward. And I think a lot of this outcry was just like, I'm just never going to pick against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs again. It's just not going to happen. Like, I think I'll be right more often than I'm wrong if I just do it that way. If I sit here and try to parse it and say, yeah, well, you know, the Ravens have a really good matchup here, and I'm probably going to lose out more often than not. So looking at the Chiefs and taking them out of this equation, give me a couple teams that, that jump off based on those those qualifiers, teams that you might find yourself interested in right now going into next season with the caveat we know some things will change. Yeah, I um, a couple of teams for sure where – I, immediately for me, it's the contenders and how things change. Like, for instance, the Bills. The Bills right now, they're over $50 million over the cap. So how do they navigate through that? A team like the Cowboys, of course, they're always in the limelight. What sort of changes did they make in the offseason? Uh, Of course, the Niners are very interesting. They've already made changes, getting rid of Steve Wilkes, their former defensive coordinator. What kind of tweaks did they make in the offseason? My mind immediately goes to those type of teams. And then it's not only the contending teams. Sometimes it's the bottom feeders. The Bears are high on my list. What do they do? It seems like they're finally wisening up. And it's like, we're going to use the number one overall pick to draft a quarterback and reset the quarterback clock. But I'm interested in what the Bears do. One of those teams that, you know, they're picking number one overall because they had a they didn't have a great season. I know it was a trade with Carolina, but still, they have the ninth overall pick. They still have a top 10 pick on their own, which means they didn't have a great season. I'm interested to see what the Bears do because they're reshaping their entire franchise this offseason by taking most likely Caleb Williams but there's a lot of discussion about should they trade down and keep Justin Fields some people are in that camp which is crazy but the Bears are on my list as well that I'm interested in and I'll give you one more the Eagles the Eagles lose six of seven they've reshaped their coordinators right they've made changes there what type of personnel changes do they make because They were just in the Super Bowl, and Super Bowl 57 fell off leading up to Super Bowl 58. How did they retool and get in position to contend? Yeah, so the Eagles is the one team that you just mentioned that I had on my list. That's interesting. You came at it from a different angle than me. Actually, two of the teams that you mentioned just now are ones I had in the other category. In the, I kind of think I know what this is now I'm not going to buy in. Yeah. Um, the teams that I find the most interesting, the way that I wrote them down, I guess it's just kind of how I thought about them. It wasn't like I was trying to rank them, but I guess if one was that front of mind, then I guess you could rank them that highly. I had Houston number one. Yeah. Coming off of C.J. Stroud's year, Will Anderson's year, D'Amico Ryan's was a stud uh, in his first year as head coach. That's a team that's young that has, to your point about the Bills being so far over the cap, the Texans are $61 million under the cap. 
Right. They've got a lot of money to spend. They will let some guys go this offseason. They're going to tweak that roster. But they've got their quarterback on a rookie contract. So they're going to be able to build around that. And they're a team that I just want to see what they look like two, three years down the road. They have my interest for sure right now. Another one is the Chargers. Yeah. Harbaugh, what does that mean? Um, I love the hire. It's the one that I thought they were going to make against all odds just because it just felt like if you're not going to pay now, then why are you even a franchise? So they went ahead and made the move. Now you've got him married to Justin Herbert. I think it's a really big season for Justin Herbert because with all the talk of how good he is, it hasn't really happened much for him in terms of the win-loss record, and it certainly hasn't happened in the postseason. And I know that's a bad metric for measuring a quarterback, but at some point the team does need to start winning. And if you find a coach that people believe in, now there is a little more pressure on him, so I'm fascinated there. The Packers, youngest team in the league, Jordan Love. I don't think there's question marks anymore about him being a guy that you can go forward with. They looked they, they looked ahead of schedule. They looked well-coached. Matt LaFleur did an excellent job. They found something down the back half of that season with some of those young targets. I, I like their makeup. I'm certainly interested to see that matchup, especially in that division with them in Detroit next year and how that looks cleveland is another one because are we sure deshaun watson can still play because they paid him this contract but we were watching joe flacco at the end of the year and they had an all-world roster to the point where miles garrett went on television the week of the super bowl and said we'd be in this game you know but for a couple of things basically how stacked our roster was we could have been here and i think he's right in a lot of regards. Their defense was stellar. Stefanski got named Coach of the Year. Uh, they overperformed. But if Watson can't play, it doesn't matter. Like Because you have to find a quarterback. And I'm fascinated to see when he comes back from the injury what he's going to be. And then the fifth one I mentioned, or the one that I wrote down, was the Eagles. This is a big year for the Eagles. I was on record before last season saying I thought they kept the wrong guy, meaning between Sirianni and Shane Steichen. I thought that Steichen was likely more responsible for what they were doing than was Sirianni. And you saw what happened. I'm not saying I'm right. I am saying that that Sirianni struggled. They had bad coordinators on both sides of the ball, which, of course, they lost Gannon as well to Arizona, and I thought he did a nice job. But Steichen then went to Indy, lost his quarterback, and the Colts were still relevant and fun to watch offensively somehow. With everything that was going on with Gardner Minshew for over half your season, Shane Steichen to me, looked like he had kind of galvanized that team in a way where it felt like the Eagles were falling apart. So the Eagles, what are they going to be? Because last year you could say Super Bowl hangover. Well, now you've got to step back up. And then to your point about the Niners, that one's that one's kind of obvious. Are they going to be able to break that curse and actually still be good after the Super Bowl hangover? And, and I don't know because this felt like the best shot that you were going to have and you weren't able to cash it in. Yeah, man, it's, um, you know, we differ a little bit, but I get all your points. I'm interested in all of those teams where I think it's really interesting, these teams that are within striking distance of getting to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, their cap situations, how do they navigate around it? Where you're, like, again, you think about the Bills, they... uh, they're over $50 million over. The Dolphins are over $50 million over the cap. And they're probably going to pay Tua 
And what's the ripple effect where you have to skimp elsewhere in certain spots? That's your squad. How do you feel about that? Like that would. Yeah. All right. So my expiration date list, I had the, I had the Dolphins on it because I'm just kind of like something's incomplete here, and I don't know that it is immediately fixable. Like they 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 were really good against bad teams, but that Chubb injury at the end of the year was just a kind of a it just it, it was a real downer for me. But yeah. the Tua situation is certainly one that we have to begin to monitor what are they going to do so where are you on that being a big Dolphins fan yeah it's just one of these deals where what's plan B if it isn't paying Tua so you're in a tough spot they've got the 21st overall pick so if you're like Tua's good but we don't want to pay him a boatload of money because we don't think he's an elite difference maker if that's your conclusion I get it but it's like okay cool then what's plan B if you're not, not going to pay Tua. So you're at 21st overall. Can you maybe get in the vicinity trading up or hoping like Michael Penix Jr. is there? Are you convinced he's going to be better than Tua? Tua had a, a really good year, all things considered. He put up numbers. You know, he put up top of the NFL numbers. And uh, I understand why you don't want to just run to a, a Brinks truck and back it up for Tua and give him a boatload of cash. But what are you going to do? You're not in a great spot to find the next guy. So they're going to pay him, and they're going to pay him a lot, and then you're going to have to skimp at other positions. And if you weren't sold from the outside looking in on Tua, I don't know why you would be more sold after he gets that big contract. So the truth of it is it's a tough spot. He's good enough where you – you don't want to run out and definitely do something different because he stinks so bad, but he's shown some holes in his game and there's reluctance to believe he's that guy to lead him to the promised land where it's a tough spot, right? Like that's where it is in the NFL. There are other quarterbacks that are there where they make you relevant. They give you a shot, but they're not top five guys. It's hard to pay those guys top money, but right. that's the spot the Dolphins are in. Uh, and that's similar to the conversation that you're going to have in Chicago if you're actually trying to make any kind of an argument for Justin Fields. I would say the biggest advantage as a Dolphins fan to moving on from Tua is you reset the clock on your rookie contract at quarterback. Like if, if indeed you go in the draft and grab somebody – you're not in a great spot. You're right, because two is not bad enough to put you in a spot where you're in the top five. Your team was still very, very competitive, which makes it harder to replace without having to give up a lot of assets to try to move up in the draft to get who you want. But you look at Chicago. The reason why I think it's just insane to be thinking about Justin uh. Fields is not because I don't like Justin Fields. I think he can go somewhere and help a football team. Like, if he ended up in Denver, I'd be happy to watch that for a few years. I would. I'd like to see what it could look like. But you can't put yourself in a spot where because you have found your way into the perfect role to have the number one pick, even though you won a decent amount of games last year because the Panthers were that bad, because it worked out in your favor and you end up with that pick, you have the rare opportunity to already have some stuff on the roster to build on, and you can go get the best quarterback in the draft right now and pay him rookie money. Like... I don't even know, because if you don't, you're not going to have that spot again, likely. And then, Justin Fields, you're going to have to pay him. You're going to have to pay him after this year. You're going to have the same Tua conversation that Miami's having right now next year. The difference was Miami didn't have the first pick in the draft last year to even 
really entertain this. The Bears, like, every time I hear this, I just say, there's no way they're going to keep Justin Fields. This makes no sense whatsoever from a business perspective. It doesn't at all. And that's the thing we keep going back to is we get that the the draft is a crapshoot. It's a, a gamble. We don't know for sure what Caleb Williams is going to be in the NFL. He could be special. He could be, you know, shrug your shoulders. Eh, he's average-ish, you know. But that's what Justin Fields has been in the NFL. That's the thing is you don't bypass the opportunity to reset the quarterback clock, which is a big, big deal. Look at the Texans. You mentioned them with C.J. Stroud. You can Joe Burrow this thing. You've got a legit quarterback on a rookie deal. Just get all the bells and whistles around him. Splurge on that roster. That is the time to do it. So if they hit on Caleb Williams, that's what the Bears can do. You don't bypass that opportunity for a guy in J- Justin Hurts, uh, Justin Fields, that is 10-28. and 28. That's his record. He's thrown 40 touchdowns and 30 picks. Those are Mac Jones, Daniel Oof. Jones type numbers. Like, for it to even be a thought is crazy. The only way it makes sense is if you're posturing and trying to get more trade value from Justin uh, for, for Justin Fields, but... Yeah, to bypass that, that would be insanity. You've got to go quarterback, especially when there's an elite prospect in Caleb Williams staring you in the face. You don't you don't go plan B when it comes to that at all. No. Um, I don't even know how to shift gears to this. I did not expect us to talk about this topic. Uh, and then this dude gave a press conference after a loss that left me so blown away that I feel like it's actually worthy of a segment. So we're going to talk about college basketball coach that got a little bit ridiculous, ripped his own team, ripped his facilities, everything. And we're not talking about a dude you've never heard of before. So we're going to get to that on the other side. But uh, that's all right here from the TireRack.com studios. I'm still absolutely in shock about this. You will not want to miss it. It's next right here. It's Brian No and Jason Martin on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's OReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome back in. Two pros and a cup of joe. They're out today. Brian knows with me. I'm Jason Martin. Glad to have you with us wherever you happen to be. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why, with your Discover card, you got access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more. Discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. All right, B. So, Rick Pitino. Oh, man. Dude, they've lost 8 of 10. <laughs> I... <laughs> Like I said, I was not anticipating talking about St. John's basketball on this show today. But did you hear what he said? Man, yes. What in the world? Like, all right, so they're not very good, okay? Let's just go ahead and we'll just go ahead and say that. But here's just a little bit of what he said. He said, do we have bleep facilities? Yes, we do. Having bleep facilities has nothing to do with our not guarding. So they lost to Seton Hall. Um they get beat in that game, and so he goes on this rant after the game in his post game, and he says, "Look, Joel Soriano, he's slow laterally. He's not fast on the court. Chris Ludlam slow laterally. Sean Conway slow laterally. Brady Dunlap's physically weak. Drista Traore, he's slow laterally." <laughs> so I'm like, man, that's rough to say about your opponent. Like, what do you, what do you, that's, why are you going to say that, especially about a team that just beat you, but you're calling these guys out by name? And then you find out, no, he's talking about his own guys. <laughs> Those are dudes that play for St. John. He says, we lost this season the way we recruited. We recruited the antithesis of the way I coach with speed, quickness, fundamental strength, and toughness. It's a good group. They try hard, but they're just not very tough. Mm. Like, he called them out by name. He said they stink. He said we just didn't recruit good enough guys. He buried his own guys after burying the facilities at the university that hired him, almost like he had heard through back channels. I imagine this means through back channels or through assistants or something. These guys had kind of murmured about, 
Yeah, man, a lot of a lot of people have a lot better facilities than we do here. But what is this? He's 71 years old. He took the job. If you're one of the guys he called out, what's your response to this, B? Because I wouldn't blame them for just saying, I guess we're just not going to play anymore. Like, yeah. you called your own guys out by name. You're the head coach. This is unbelievable to me. It's tough because some of the things that he said, you can't do anything about. Right. Right? Like, as a player, if he were to say, hey, listen, we just got to be more intense out there. Well, you can control that. If he's just detailing, yeah, he's just not fast laterally. You're not going to change that. Right. Like, that, that's just a shortcoming. So if you're a player and you hear that, it's not like you can do much about it. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind. It was just Rick Pitino in a moment saying something out loud that he never should have said. It was just not a wise move. But you can tell he got to a point where he just – he reached a breaking point as a coach. And think about it. He's basically saying, look, I coached the Boston Celtics. Yeah. I won championships with Kentucky and Louisville. And now I've got these bums over here who can't move laterally with any quickness whatsoever. He also was like, it took him a month to listen to me to throw a freaking bounce pass over here. Yeah. So he gets, he gets all <laughs> this stuff off of his chest. And then he's like, I'm just thinking about the next game. And winning the next game and the next game, closing strong so we can represent this university the way it needs to be represented. It's like, dude, you did nothing good in this whole press conference to represent St. John's in a good way. It was just saying the quiet stuff out loud, and it does him no good. No. I mean, the the last thing that he said yesterday was, yeah, I'm just getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. <laughs> That's right. That yeah. was the quote. Like, <laughs> yes. w- like, these are the things you say in your head. Like, we all have those moments where there's some things and there, there's a voice in our in our head that's just like, hey, keep that one inside. That's not one that we br- – that's, that's not a public comment. That's that's not one that's actually for consumption. That's something that we're dealing with internally. Let's not say – he just externalized all of it. Yeah. And even after he took the job, he said, a lot of these players not going to be back because they're not a good fit for me. What exactly does that mean except they're not very good? Like, it, again, called it out. So he brings in 11 new dudes, and then they're still not winning games, and then he's out here doing this. Like, s- then stay at Iona. Yeah. Like, I understand that you're used to winning and you really aren't very happy when you're not winning, but you took a job that was going to be a rebuild. And so you shouldn't be surprised that you're struggling here. I don't know that you need to call out your own guys. Just just deal with it and come back next year and do a little bit better. Like this I saw some people trying to compare this to Dion and mm-hmm. the way Dion came in and overturned the roster at Colorado. I mean, I guess I could see a little of that, mm-hmm. but I don't think Dion came out and called out his own dudes by name at any point. Like, this is – you just don't hear this. Like, that, it, it blew my mind. It's just these are guys that might – these are guys that were like a room or two away wearing your uniform. Yeah. It's your team. What do you say to them when you go back in there? Because yeah. even if you had just kept it vague, right, I think the thing that, that – was mind-boggling to me was calling them by name and saying this guy John Smith he can't move 
this guy, Jason Martin, just a total bum. Like, what, <laughs> right. are, you, what are we doing here? I think it's one of these where it's the equivalent of either telling off your boss or telling off your partner. And it might feel great in the moment where it's just like, I got to get this off my chest. And Rick Pitino had that moment where he's like, this guy can't move laterally. That guy doesn't fit my system at all. It might have felt great in the moment. I doubt it feels good today. Because if you've ever told off either your partner or your boss, it might feel amazing in the moment until that moment is gone. And then you're like, this didn't help anything. And I'm pretty sure that's how Rick Pitino feels today. So a couple more things. He said, if I said I was disappointed, that would be the understatement of the year. (laughs) Our lateral quickness and our toughness is just something I've never witnessed in all my years of coaching. We are so non-athletic that we can't guard anybody without fouling. And really, it's not about losing. Even winning, when I watch the film, I see unathletic plays. I see people that don't handle the ball that are just interested in taking quick shots. It's been a disappointing year, unquote. Man. And then he again said, we lack toughness. We don't move our feet on defense. Like, just is there anything that you have to say that might be encouraging for your basketball team? Because you can't, like, say this in a press conference and then go back in there and be like, guys, we're going to get them next time. I know. (laughs) How do you motivate after that? Man, I think down the stretch, maybe not against Georgetown, but they're going to be on my betting radar (laughs) to fade the Johnnies, right? Because you need people to believe in you, especially your head coach, not put you on blast in front of everybody. And uh, I just, I I don't think you're going to see an inspired Johnny's team down the stretch just trying to scratch and claw because they love their head coach so much. You know what I mean? Like, you could see some rough hoops. And it was rough last night. They yeah. completely disintegrated against Seton Hall. But that was not like a, a win one from the win one for the Gipper type rallying cry from Rick Petito whatsoever. It was much the Larry, Larry Bird is not walking through that door. That's right. Yeah. And look how that Larry went. Larry Bird's not walking through that door. Yeah, let's just say it hasn't gone well. I mean, it did not go well then, and I, I'm just – if a couple guys decided they didn't want to play the rest of the season, I wouldn't half blame them. Man. Like, I don't think you quit, but your coach basically said you're terrible and didn't say you're terrible, made sure that they knew how to spell your name and said, yeah. this guy – let me make sure – let me spell his last name for you right. so you get it right in print. This guy should not even be allowed in the building. Like Man. that, it is absolutely incredible. A guy that is always very good that Rick Pitino would have said good things about is Eddie Garcia. Let's go out to uh, to, to L.A. and find out what's happening. What's going on, Eddie? Uh, well, we had um, some points scored at the uh, NBA All Star <laughs> yeah, Game, uh, where the East beat the West two hundred and eleven to one hundred and eighty six. Uh, Damian Lillard was the MVP of the game. The Milwaukee Buck thirty nine points. He also won the three point shooting contest over the weekend. First player to win that. Uh, those two events in the same All-Star weekend. We did have Michael Jordan won a dunk contest and a game MVP award back in the day. Uh, the 211 points, yes, that is a record for most points scored by a team in an All-Star game. The two teams combined for 397 points, 289 shot attempts, and 168 
three-point shot attempts. NBA second half will get back underway on Thursday. Top 25 college basketball, two ranked teams in action, and they both lost, including number 2 Purdue falling at Ohio State 73-69, to Buckeyes' first game since they fired their head coach. And number 24, Florida Atlantic lost to South Florida 90-86. to Three games in the NHL, including the Rangers rallying to beat the Islanders 6-5 in overtime. That was the second of the two outdoor games played at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey over the weekend. Kings beat the Penguins in Pittsburgh 2-1. It was the Avalanche over the Coyotes 4-3. In Golf Hideki Matsuyama won the Genesis Invitational. It's his ninth PGA Tour win, and that is the most by an Asian-born player ever. NASCAR, the Daytona 500, postponed because of rain and rescheduled for today. Now back to Jason Martin and Brian No in the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Thank you, Eddie. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. They're out. Brian No, Jason Martin in here in the Tyrac.com Studios. One more quick quote from Patino. <laughs> he was asked about like how he put the roster together. I don't know if this was yesterday if this or if this was some point in the offseason, but he said, quote, I had no choice. <laughs> we just could take who we got, who was available. We had no choice. I didn't think we were going to win the first year anyway because when you rush like that, you don't see the players. Not a whole lot we can do, unquote. Wow. Dude. Just burying <laughs> his own guys, man. Like I get it. Sometimes it helps to put – your players on blast. There are times where that's the case, where you challenge them. This was not it, man. This was just flat out undressing them. This, this was just, you know, reaching the point where you are so frustrated you just don't handle it well at all. That's not what a true leader does. That that was an embarrassment from Rick Pitino, man. It was. It doesn't help at all. Not it's whatsoever. almost like he's basically saying, don't blame me. I'm really good. These guys suck. <laughs> That's right. Like, what? Like, I get I Think about how frustrating that must be. You coached national championship teams. You're the, the only guy that's won championships at two different schools, right? At, at Louisville and Kentucky. And now you're coaching this? You coached in the NBA, and now you're coaching this? I get how frustrating that can be. But you don't handle it that way. It no. didn't help his situation whatsoever. It just made it worse. Yeah, definitely made it worse. Um, total gear shift here. Tiger Woods. Tiger uh, ends up pulling out because of an illness, but he had back spasms in the first round. And there were some that reported he was still looking kind of rough from a back standpoint. Now, if he's dealing with flu-like symptoms and he's struggling that badly, then maybe he's kind of hunched over anyway. And maybe it's not a, a great read on what happened. But the two most impressive things, I know the 62 for Matsuyama was impressive, but the other two most like interesting things that came out of that tournament were Jordan Spieth being DQ'd for incorrectly signing his scorecard. Yeah. And then Tiger having to withdraw from his own tournament again. And I thought about it, and it's not because of the illness. It's because of the back spasms. But I'm watching that with an air of finality, like watching him – leave the course with his head in his hands hmm. in the in the cart and it's still miraculous he can walk based on the accident from a few years ago but b he's 48 years old mm-hmm. i had somebody ask me yesterday at church is he going to be earl campbell mm. and not able to walk at all when he's you know 60 65 is he going to have a cane really early and all this is like probably like mm-hmm. it, it it's the way he torqued his back for so long with the power that he generated and all of this, yeah, he might. But I think the bigger takeaway for me is just I think we might just be done with this whole Tiger Woods thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I just – it just – there was something about it where it was just there's something every time now. 
And him trying to get through four rounds is such a Herculean task for him. I just, I kind of feel like this is sort of the end, and he's just, he, he still wants to play golf, but he's not going to be a dude that's on the Champions Tour. Like, I think we are seeing the very final stretch of the Tiger Woods experience as a golfer. Yeah, and look, it just gets me thinking of, we were talking about the Daytona 500 earlier, and uh, like Jimmy Johnson mm-hmm. is going to be in the Daytona 500, running a very limited schedule this year. That's what I think makes the most sense for Tiger. It's got to be just a couple of tournaments here and there, and I realize he's not going to be at the peak of his game if you're not playing and playing and playing. I get that, but his body's just not going to allow him to. So I think it makes a lot more sense to just manage it from that standpoint where you might not be at your peak in terms of your short game or, right, like you haven't played enough golf to be at your peak, but at least your body, you're going to get the most out of your body because you can't just keep going out there and out there and out there. His body's not going to allow him to do that. I would rather Tiger be close to his peak physically if he's just managing his schedule more compared to he's just playing and playing and playing, and he's at his peak at this stage of his career playing-wise, but his body is just betraying him. I think it's, yeah. he's better off managing it from that standpoint. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I, I think the problem – even with a limited schedule, though, is, I mean, we hadn't seen him in a while. And then he's out there, and he's got back spasms immediately. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is, can he get through four rounds? And I don't know that he can. Like, even if he's got the lead going into a Saturday, for example, I don't trust his body. And it's nothing against the talent. We know what the talent is. I've, I've never enjoyed watching an athlete in my entire life more than I've enjoyed watching Tiger Woods, especially at his best. And golf needs him. I, I get it. But I, the betrayal of the body is where I go. It's like it doesn't matter how hard he works to come back. It doesn't matter how few tournaments he plays. It just seems like his body is like, hey, man, like we had a good run, you and I. Yeah. Um, it might be time to consider doing something else. <laughs> I wonder and if Tiger's going to call close. a press conference and call out his body like Rick Pitino <laughs> called out his team. And, and I don't understand. Like, why is the signing of the scorecard still a thing where you get DQ'd? Yeah, it's Who's the weird. guy who signed the scorecard and they didn't catch it and he won the turn? You know what I mean? Like, if they catch it, why are you disqualified? Why aren't we in this realm where it's like yeah it was a mistake we caught it it's all good don't sweat it it's just like no you're dq'd get out of here you rat bastard it's crazy how we overreact in golf still to that yeah there's some very antiquated things where it's why are guys even scoring themselves like there's somebody watching you every time there's yeah we can keep stats like in every other sport matter of fact we can keep stats in golf because we do as it's happening but if you pull out the little pencil that we get at the putt-putt golfing games yeah. and you put it wrong on the sheet, you can't play for the weekend. Like, how is that a good thing for golf? No. That Jordan Spieth was not a part of that event? Because I would suggest it would be the exact opposite because he's a name that a lot of people know. It would be – it's probably not the same thing, but it would be similar to a penalty in football. Where let's say it's a costly pass interference penalty, could you imagine them being like, "And you're disqualified. You can't play anymore." Like, right? You did something wrong. You made a mistake. That penalty is way over the top in golf to just be DQ'd. That's got to change. He's not man. trying to cheat. Guys. No, like it's that. Just a mistake. It's, it's, and it was. Caught. It's almost like you throw somebody out of an NBA game because they didn't call bank. 
Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I, I, I don't. You made the best point. Golf isn't better for a big name to be out of the event at all. That's that's not a good thing for golf. No, it is not. I'll tell you what is better though: the young guns in the NBA. One guy in particular, after the Rising Stars game on Friday, said something really, really special that I believe could be a marketing slogan for his entire franchise. Who is he and what did he say? We'll tell you next. This is Brian Noah with Jason Martin on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's a soft re-entry here. I like it. It's all right. Yeah. Two pros, cup of joe. Guys are out. Brian, no. He likes it. I'm Jason Martin. I like it. Yeah. I was Sam spinning the hits. By the way, shortly after the show, the podcast goes up. If you missed any of today's show, check out the podcast. That goes every day, every show. Just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcasts, though. 
Be sure also follow, rate, and review the podcast. That's really going to help us out. Show your love for us. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. So, <clears throat> yeah, the All-Star game was, well, it was the last basketball game that I watched, uh, at least a part of. 211, 186, whatever. Um, the dunk contest, kind of a bore. Three-point contest, Damian Lillard won it again. Sabrina Ionescu and Steph Curry, and maybe you add Kenny Smith to that next year. Hmm. And you have a three-way there. Um, you have a, a three-way final. But rising stars. Oh, and you had the celebrity game, which is now just a bunch of pro athletes. Like, it's not the rock and jock from MTV oh. like it once was. But the rising stars game beat. You had the young guys. And, look, the league's in good hands from a talent standpoint. They really are. Like, these young guys, you really look at the depth of guys that we're going to be watching for the next 10, 15 years in the association, you feel really good about <clears throat> where the league is going in terms of just being fun to watch and a lot of really talented guys that continue to change the game. But did you catch what Victor Wimbanyana said after the Rising Stars game when he was asked about being patient during the Spurs rebuild? Yeah. I was so impressed with his comments. He was asked a question, and it's not a bad question. It's just, you know, it's going to take time. The Spurs haven't made the playoffs since 2018. Um, I actually was thinking this weekend, you know, Belichick got just destroyed for what's happened post-Brady. What about Popovich? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, really, like, since Kawhi left, really, and, I mean, you had that little DeMar DeRozan thing for that. But, I mean, they haven't been relevant in half a decade. Like, we're not talking about a year or two. They haven't been good in a while. And if we're going to talk about the Patriots and the Spurs being model organizations for such a long time, well, I mean, Belichick, the bloom fell off that rose and he was done, but Popovich is still the greatest coach ever and everybody wants him? Like, there's something, hmm. I don't know, something's a little bit off. But here's what Wimbignana said. He was asked about he was asked about the rebuild and how Popovich, his philosophy openly has always been you can't skip steps. It's going to take time. It's a gradual move, which I, I tend to agree with. But here's what he said. He said, quote, I'm not skipping steps. I've been told never to skip steps my whole life, but it didn't stop me from running up the stairs. Hmm. Of course, it's something I want to be a part of in the future. For now, I'm just a student of this league. I don't really know how everything works, but of course, it's something I want to be highly involved with in the future. That first two lines, I'm not skipping steps. I've been told never to skip steps my whole life, but it didn't stop me from running up the stairs. You put that on T-shirts and you sell it in San Antonio as fast as possible because that is about – that. I can't imagine wanting to hear anything from a superstar, if I'm a fan of a team, more than something like that. He's, he's invested. He's dialed in. He said, yeah, I understand it's going to be a process, but I'm going to get us there as fast as humanly possible because I want us to start winning games. I love – I have nothing yeah. negative to say about his game – I have nothing negative to say about his confidence. I also have nothing negative to say about how much he wants to win. Like to me, that's a perfect quote from a very young guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's off to a great start, and he's got his head in the right space. Um, it's interesting when you bring up the Belichick pop thing, and that was something else that uh, Wemby was talking about. He was talking about pop and how he really respects him because the first thing pop did was try to connect with Wemby as a person 
not just a player. And he detailed that and did a great job explaining it. But I think that Pop is viewed in a different light because in spite of the on-court interviews that he detests, yeah, right. he gets a lot of praise, and rightfully so, for connecting with his yeah. players and showing that they matter to him as people. And we don't view Belichick the same way. Not He's quite. viewed as this more curmudgeon type. But I think Pop, he gets more of a free pass because of that. And also some of the sound bites you hear about him talking about non-basketball matters. But you're right. He's got Wemby, and they still stink. And no one says anything about it. And it's an interesting point when you compare him to Belichick. So we still got another hour coming back. You're right. Personality does matter. It gives you some extra equity. We'll come back. We got one more hour to go. Two pros and a cup of Joe returns in a moment here on FSR. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 